Hey, what's going on, fam? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's message. Hey, today is all about anxiety. That's what we're discussing. And man, I can't wait to dive into it. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, hey, before I get started, just remember, subscribe to this channel, click the little button for notifications, and also, listen, if this content really means a lot to you and inspires you, would you share it with somebody? Let somebody else experience the same freedom that this brings you. Drop a comment below, too. Let us know how things are going. I'd be so appreciative of it. Hey, today we're talking about anxiety, so I want to title our talk this, Anxious for Nothing. Anxious for nothing. And I want to dive into a scripture here found in the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians 4, verse 6 simply says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Another translation says, Let your request be made known to God. Hey, before I get any further, let's pray together. Father, we love you. We thank you. I pray this message today just inspire somebody. Pray your healing power just touches them in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. And amen. Man, I can remember it was probably 10, 11 years ago now. And we were floating down this river. We were actually on, on a boat in Tennessee down the river. And we got to this point where there was these cliffs on either side of the river. Now, it was wild because I'm from Florida, and so there's no mountains in Florida. So any river, any pond, any stream, you know, it's a completely different feel. Up there, we're floating down in this valley, in this river, and we come to this place where this rock, like, was coming out over the water. It was like a cliffside. We looked up, and there was graffiti all over the side of the rock. So it was obvious people would climb up there. And so we were, we were thinking, let's do it. Let's get up there. And we assumed that people would just probably go up there, hang out, and then jump off back into the water. So we got up to the top of the cliff. We looked around. It was kind of cool. And of course, we looked down to the side and we were preparing ourselves to jump off this insanely high cliff that we underestimated greatly from just looking down below. The one stupid thing we really should have done <laughs> is check the depth of the water before we jumped off. Thankfully, nobody got hurt. So as everybody's standing up there, trying to work up the courage to jump off the side of this thing, I knew in my head, I was like, man, if I, if I stand here too long, if I start looking down, I'm gonna psych myself out, anxiety is gonna build up and I'm not gonna do this thing. So literally, everybody is standing there, working up their courage to get off and jump off. And I literally, I come and just plunge off the side of the cliff and I was so not prepared for the amount of time I spent in the air free falling. Three seconds feels like an eternity. And then of course I hit the water way, way harder than I thought I would. I was not prepared to hit the water the way I did. It hurt so bad, but then I, I was fine. I swam to the boat and I got to watch the others stand up and, and try to work up the courage to jump off and see who was gonna go first. The wild thing about anxiety kind of in this, this funny story is that it has this paralyzing effect on people. Anxiety is, is plaguing our culture right now and our generation. 
And the wild thing is it paralyzes you the same way that if you were standing on the side of a cliff, trying to jump off into the water, feeling that same effect, it can happen at home. It can happen in your car. It can happen at a restaurant. And I want to hopefully today help push you through what you've been dealing with. And look, I, I want to apologize and preface this whole talk by just saying like, I'm sorry for the lack of understanding that pastors have provided when talking about anxiety. A lot of believers and, and Christians will just say, ah, well, you just need to go, you know, spend more time in the word. <laughs> you, you need to just go pray more. You need to just go talk to God. You must not have enough faith. That's not it at all. Anxiety is real. Anxiety is a big struggle. Many Christians struggle with it on a daily basis. Jesus struggled with it. Many people in the Bible did as well. So it's real, I understand. And listen, you might actually need to talk to somebody. You might actually really need beyond just praying about it, reading more scripture. You might actually need to go talk to somebody, see a counselor and allow God to heal you through just talking about it and hearing wisdom from other people as well. But I'm hoping today as we chat, like, and I'm gonna share some practical things and some spiritual stuff as well. And I'm hoping today can start a journey. If you are really struggling with anxiety or even if it comes and goes in your life, man, today, like you can find freedom, you can find peace, you can find hope and joy. I titled this anxious for nothing because a lot of times, man, we get anxiety that builds up in our life. It's honestly for nothing. It's fear-based or it's the enemy trying to throw things at us. I'm not talking about crippling anxiety, like a mental, you know, depression that can come on. I'm talking about day-to-day -day stuff that just comes in your life and keeps you from where God wants you to go. Anxiety is, is horrible. I hate it. But the reality is God wants to break this off of your life. I genuinely, truly believe it. Many people in the Bible dealt with anxiety, so don't feel like you're alone in this. Look, David dealt with it. Job dealt with it. Martha, Jonah, Moses. Look, even Jesus dealt with anxiety. So you're not alone in this battle. Let's look at David for a minute. I mean, David was, was literally prophesied over. He was anointed to be king as a kid. Then as he grows up, he has to run for his life, right? He, he's running for his life knowing he's going to be king, hiding in caves, trying to not get killed. That gives me anxiety just thinking about it. David wrote about this journey in the book of Psalms, and he constantly is talking about it. He's saying, you know, God, God, in my time of worry, in my time of fear. And in this particular scripture, I thought it was interesting. Psalm chapter 94, verse 19, he says this, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. David always always turned his heart and his mind towards God and his time of fear and anguish and his time of anxiety. And when he was feeling down and scared, he always did the right thing. Even though he was feeling it in his heart, he always turned his heart towards God and let his peace fill his life. But we can go on to many other scriptures. I mean, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25 says, an anxious heart weighs a man down but a kind word cheers him up. We can even go to the New Testament, the book of Matthew. Jesus is talking chapter six, verse 34. And he's saying, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Come on, that's common sense right now. But how many times do we literally, how many times a week do we spend worrying about the future that's not even here yet when we're ignoring what problems maybe are in the moment. Look, we got to just get through today if we want to get to tomorrow. 
So why worry about tomorrow? Why worry about the future? Why let all of that cause you anxiety when we are in the moment now living our life? I think it's wild that there's so many different things in the Bible, so many different people in the Bible that dealt with it. So it's obvious it's a real struggle. The enemy knows this too, and he's attacking believers. He's lying to believers because he wants you to live a life of fear and stay in fear, stay scared, stay worried, stay anxious instead of finding freedom. Anxiety, depression, listen, it holds you back. Like I said earlier, it has this paralyzing effect that if we're not careful and we dwell on it too long, we get into a habit of becoming anxious and we end up staying where we are instead of growing into who God has truly called us to be. Yo, listen, I want you to get your joy back. Look, I want God's peace to fill your life, to restore your life. I want, to, I want you to see breakthrough today. Like if you're genuinely struggling with this, I want you to see breakthrough today. So I'm gonna get practical for a minute because I think going back to this scripture in Philippians, it gives us the answer when we're first dealing with anxiety. Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything but in everything through prayer. There's your first hint right there. Look, if you're in a crew right now, write that little word down, prayer, prayer. When you feel anxious, when I'm feeling anxious, when stuff is bombarding my life, come on, we're blessed, not stressed. But in the moment that we feel that anxiety build, stop and pray. Stop and pray. Start communicating with God. You realize what prayer is, right? Prayer is you opening your heart, opening your mind, and talking to Jesus, talking to God, the creator of the universe, the one who made you, the one who loves you, the one who's gifted you. Yo, you are talking to God. So when God is present, fear has to leave. When we invite Jesus into the circumstance, stress has to go, anxiety has to go because the presence of Jesus brings joy, brings peace, and brings freedom. So listen, the first step when you got this anxiety building in your life, pray, pray. And you don't have to like get religious about it and get on your face and do this whole routine. You can be in your car, you can be at home, you can be at school. And, and if you're feeling that anxiety build, you can stop and just say, God, I'm, I'm feeling anxious right now. God, I'm feeling stressed out and I need your peace to fill my life. And guess what? It works. The power of prayer works. And Jesus will come in and he will fill your life. The thing about the word anxiety, it's an interesting word because at the center of anxiety, we find the letter I. And isn't that what it's all about? Anxiety is all about me. Anxiety is all about I. Like when I'm feeling anxious, I'm saying things like, I can't do this. When I'm feeling anxious, I'm saying, well, I don't know what they're going to think of me. When I'm feeling anxious, I'm saying, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to really end. The first step to overcoming anxiety is getting the focus off of you, getting the focus off the problem and turning your eyes, fixing your eyes on the solution, which is Jesus. We got to get ourselves off of the problem and change our mind, shift our mind on Jesus. The first step to killing anxiety is to stop focusing on you and start focusing on him. Look, he didn't die. Jesus didn't die on the cross for you to feel anxious. He died so you could have peace. Jesus died on the cross and rose again so that you could find freedom, so that you can have access to his love and his his grace and have this relationship with him that one day walks you into eternity forever with almighty God. So I'm not gonna let anxiety 
steal my joy today. Don't let anxiety take your freedom. Don't let anxiety steal your peace. I'm not gonna let, these are things you might wanna say, I'm not gonna let anxiety or depression steal my joy this year. I'm gonna see a victory, I'm gonna tackle my goals, I'm gonna grow in my faith, I'm gonna grow and walk with Jesus, I'm gonna overcome this thing. Those are what, what you've got to begin to say and get into your mind. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna choose joy. I'm gonna choose joy. Romans 12, 12, great short little scripture says, rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. Yo, when you're feeling anxious, when things are building in your life, stop and pray. Bring God into the situation. Talk to God about how you're feeling. God, I'm feeling paralyzed by fear right now. God, I'm so anxious, I don't even know what to do. And watch the hand of God come on your life and begin to fill you like he's never filled you before. And here's the reality, like I give you permission to get mad and get angry, get frustrated. Dude, get mad that literally your mind and your thoughts are the only thing keeping you from where God wants you to go. Your mind and your thoughts, when you're dealing with anxiety, all that is is your mind telling you you can't do something. All that is your mind telling you that you're not going to be able to make it. Paralyzing anxiety starts within your mind. So you know the solution, change your mind. Yo, change your mind. Get your mind off of the problem and start focusing on the solution. Start thinking about something else. Hey, if you're a believer, the enemy does not want you to live in freedom. He wants you to live in fear. So he's gonna shoot anxiety. He's gonna do everything he can to get into your mind, to get into your head, to feed you lie after lie. So yo, you got to get angry, get frustrated at the enemy. Get so mad and say, you know, why are my thoughts crippling me this much and keeping me from living life to its fullest? Man, I'm not gonna live like this. I'm not gonna go through this anymore. I'm gonna get out there and I'm gonna achieve my goals. I'm gonna live life. I'm gonna allow God to come in and restore my peace. Get frustrated, man. Get upset. Get angry at anxiety. When it comes, say, no, I'm not gonna let that in. You've already messed up my life before and you're not gonna mess it up. Again, get frustrated, get angry at anxiety and at the enemy. He doesn't want you to live in freedom. So that means every time you deal with it, be reminded of the peace that Jesus Christ can bring. We talked about David and many others in the Bible who dealt with it. But ultimately, I think it's wild that Jesus being perfect, being sinless, the one who was crucified, the one who we get to see in eternity one day, Jesus dealt with anxiety dealt with real crippling anxiety, in fact. Do you remember the moment when Jesus was, he was in the garden. This was the moment right before he was crucified. And he's praying and he's talking to God and he's, he's asking God, God, take this cup from me, God. If there's any other way to do this, God, provide another way. And he's, he's, he's so anxious in the moment. He's dealing with so much anguish that in fact, he begins to sweat droplets of blood. You remember that scripture and it said a sweat turned to blood. That's a real medical condition. It's not just something that happened in the Bible. It's, it's a real medical condition that happens to people. It's called hematidrosis. And really what it is, it's, it's the moment of extreme anguish when the blood vessels, which are surrounding your sweat glands, when those blood vessels burst, 
because you have such a headache, because you are in so much pain, because there is so much anxiety that is built that those blood vessels burst and blood seeps in to the pores where your sweat comes out and you begin to sweat droplets of blood. It's real, it's rare, and it's only caused through extreme anguish. And we see that happening to Jesus in the Bible. But I find this very interesting because in this time, when he's praying, when he's asking God, when he's, when he's looking at the cross, there's an incredible passage of scripture in Hebrews. And it says, because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross. You know what Jesus did? He shifted his mind. He stopped looking at the problem and he looked through it and saw what the problem produces. He looked through the cross and he saw you. He looked through the cross and the anguish that it was gonna be. He looked through all of the pain and he saw your face. He saw the freedom that it provides. He saw what the cross will produce in the long run. He was willing to endure the pain for the freedom it brings for me and you. In the moment of extreme anguish, Jesus found joy. And the joy was looking at the freedom that the cross produces. That's, an inc that's incredible, that is so powerful. That's, that's almost, almost impossible to think of. Wow, he knows he's about to die but yet he's willing to go through that because it's going to provide forgiveness and the ability for all of humanity to experience grace and eternal love. And in fact, that was written about again in the book of James, and he writes, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. You know what we have to do when there's a problem that is out of our control? Stop focusing on the problem. Stop letting it bring us so much anxiety and look at the solution, which is Jesus. Look through the problem and see what the problem might produce on the other side. It's going to make me stronger. I'm going to get closer to God. I'm going to have a victory in this thing. I'm not going to let anxiety cripple me over a problem that is out of my control. I'm going to find freedom and healing in the solution which is Jesus. Come on, that is good stuff right there. The power of Jesus can produce freedom in your life today. The only question is, will you let God in? Will you let Jesus into this? The reality of anxiety is it cripples us. It keeps us in and it keeps us boxed in. And we feel like if I can stay in my safe box, in my safe zone, I'm not gonna deal with this. I'm not gonna have to worry about fear because everything is safe, everything is safe. Life is full of risks. And nothing great ever came out of somebody who stayed in the box. We've gotta open the door, we've gotta get outside, we've gotta be willing to conquer our fears and our battles. But guess what, we don't have to do it alone. We have the power of Jesus on our side. Like I'm gonna get raw with you for a minute and real because I understand firsthand what it's like to deal with crippling anxiety. My wife understands firsthand what it's like to be dealing with something that paralyzes you and keeps you from living life to its fullest. And I remember I was dealing with some stuff and I thought my heart was all out of whack just because my heart rate raced one day and I couldn't catch my breath. And all of a sudden, man, all this anxiety floods me day after day after day after that happened. And it got to the point where I was so scared to go out to eat. I was so scared to drive. I was so scared to go to church because 
I feared for my life as if I was gonna have a heart attack when my heart began to beat and race faster. Although it was normal for my heart race rate to, to you know, get faster and beat when I'm walking or exercising or whatever, all this anxiety began to plague me. And the only thing I felt like I could do was sit on the couch and stay inside and keep myself calm. I had to break that cycle. I had to break that with the power of Jesus because I knew I am not gonna live my life in fear. There was nothing wrong with me. There was nothing wrong with my physical body. The only thing is my mind is trying to keep me in the safe zone. And so I began to pray and I began to allow God. I said, man, enemy, get off of my life. Stop feeding me these lies. I am okay, I'm fine, I'm healthy, I'm young. Yo, I am not going to live in fear anymore. I broke it off. I allowed God to bring me freedom. I went outside, I began to eat at restaurants. I went to church and if my heart began to race or I began to feel that little bit of anxiety come on, I would literally say, Jesus, give me peace right now. Devil, not today, right? And I would allow my mind to be changed and the perspective to be changed and anxiety left, it fleed. And what happened is my body developed a new habit, a new cycle where it wasn't fear-based, it was based on fun and, and living life to the fullness. And now, it, honestly, if anything comes and, and tries to hit me and I feel that little bit of attack, I know exactly what to do. I begin to pray, I begin to talk to somebody, I begin to allow God's peace to fill my life. That's where you've got to start right here, right now, today. If you've been dealing with crippling anxiety, go talk to somebody, be transparent with them, but bring God in to the situation. Allow God to change your mind. There's an incredible scripture that says, do not be conformed to the ways of this world, but allow God to transform your mind or be changed by the renewing of your mind. We have to allow God to change us. And it starts with him changing our mind. Stop looking at the problem because a lot of these problems we face are out of our hands and out of our control. Focus on the solution, which is Jesus. He wants to come in, he wants to change your mind, he wants to change your perspective, and I believe it starts right here today. So in just a minute, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna believe for breakthrough. If you're dealing with anxiety, whether it's major or minor, we're gonna break it off in the name of Jesus. And we're gonna see, we're gonna see his mighty hand come into your life and we're gonna see freedom for your life. Because I don't want you to live boxed in. I don't want you to live in fear. Man, I don't want you to live crippled by something that's literally lies from the enemy. I want you to live life to the fullness. So come on, all around, whether you're watching at home, you're listening, whatever, if you can, bow your head, close your eyes, or if you're watching this, let's pray together right now and break this thing off. Anxious for nothing. You're anxious for nothing, man. God's gonna bring you freedom. So let's pray in the name of Jesus, Right now, we invite your presence in, and I just pray over this beautiful person watching. God, I pray you will send your peace right now. Send your peace to them. God, I pray that they will find freedom and healing in their mind. God, when anxiety strikes, you bring freedom. God, and it's through faith that we can see Jesus. So right now, help us to feel your power, to feel your healing touch. God, I pray that anxiety no longer will plague this person but God, that your healing hand will help to change their mind. God, take their mind off the problem and help them to look at the solution, which is you. I pray for freedom in the name of Jesus. No more anxiety right now. Remind this person watching that you have the, your hand on their life. Remind this person watching, God, that you care about them so much 
God, remind this person of your love and your grace and that there is nothing they can ever do that will separate them from the love that you have for them. So in the name of Jesus, we pray, we ask all of this. Amen and amen. Walk in freedom today. And remember, you are blessed and you don't have to be stressed anymore. Hey, I love you so much. We love you. We care about you. And man, it's going to be a good week. It's going to be a good day. So remember, you're anxious for nothing. Pray and get the freedom that God is going to bring you. Can't wait for next week. We're going to talk about part four of Blessed Not Stressed as this series continues. So come back next week for a new video. Love you so much. And we'll see you soon. Hey, thanks again for watching this content. Just want to give a huge shout out to those of you who continue to give every single week. We could not do what we do without your support, your obedience. So thank you so much. Man, I, I wanted to give you an opportunity. Maybe you watched this today. You felt led like you wanted to support or you wanted to give to this ministry. There's actually a link in the description down below. You can click it. It'll take you to the Give Now page. And listen, you can set up a monthly gift or you can even set up just a one-time gift. And it's, it's, it's a huge opportunity because you are helping further the gospel around the world. I can't thank you enough for your support. We love you so much. Thanks for being a part of the family. We'll see you soon.